Hello, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This podcast is going to be a very important one, and I have spent much time before the Lord and dialoguing with Him, since what He has to share with me at this point to share with you is very important, especially with the times that we are now living in. The title of the podcast is The Powerless Against the Mighty. And these are prophetic directives for the body of Christ. And then there are also specific words or prophetic words for the United Kingdom, Ireland, France, Germany, and also Canada. The Father in Heaven has an exclusive responsibility towards His people, and He cries out to them through the Holy Spirit that just as He moved on behalf of Asa and his men when surrounded by a vast army and 300 chariots, so will He move again on behalf of those who are obedient to His voice and His commands. He tells you and I at this time to put him between yourself and the enemy. In 2 Chronicles 14:13 it says, "When Asa realized his lack of strength, then he saw Jehovah God crush the Cushites. They were crushed before the Lord and their foes." And then Asa cried to the Lord his God and said, "Lord, there is no one besides you to help in the battle between the powerful and those who have no strength. So help us, O Lord our God, for we trust in you, and in your name have come against this multitude. O Lord, you are our God. Let not man prevail against you. Again, that was Second Chronicles 4.11. One of the key words, which was unusual and kind of a strange statement, but the Lord sometimes uses unusual things to get our attention, The words were the bugle to be frugal. There will be several invented crisis settings in the next months that will cause many to choose to hoard and stockpile for themselves. They will be quickly exposed as money-making schemes and a tool to inflate prices. On the other side of this, there will be those who have very little with which to live and to eat due to job losses and cutbacks. Those around them, if not filled with the fruits of grace and mercy, will become indifferent to the cry of their needs, for there will be many. In Isaiah 58, 7, the Lord speaks to us and says, Share your food with the hungry, and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them, and do not hide from relatives who need your help. The Lord would have me share that He is indeed watching to see if the heart of the apostolic move of God can be again be modeled as when the people brought what they had to trusted and integral teams of leaders, like in the book of Acts, and it was Peter, who then distributed with prayer and wisdom to all, and none had any lack. We are at a time where the body of Christ must share resources willingly and fairly, and we are not to justify personal restraints that we think should apply to others, but not to ourselves. The hoarding of resources is a clear indicator of greed. Here is a scriptural measuring stick or a plumb line to use to observe the true apostolic heart and leader. In Psalm 112, 9, it says, They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and honor. Now, before I move 
into delivering the prophetic words and insights that the Lord has impressed me with for the United Kingdom, Ireland, France, Germany, and Canada. I would like to share the brief but potent following thoughts and soul-stirring words that came from Reverend Linda Brown in Perth, Australia, while she was partaking in a Kingdom Community Zoom session. Linda has been a faithful woman of God for over 30 years, and during this Zoom conversation, these are the words that began to stir in Linda's spirit as she was discussing with men of God around the world. These resonate with truth and prophetic depth. The words were revelation or decimation. Will we operate from the spirit of revelation in the coming days to ensure the kingdom of God is able to operate fully as God intends in the years that lie ahead? Or will we see the church grow weaker because of our lack of foresight and action? This is a challenge for us all as apostolic prophetic people. And the meaning of the word decimation is a drastic reduction in the strength or effectiveness of something. Thank you, Linda, for sharing those words with me. I would now like to move into the part uh, prophetically for the United Kingdom, Ireland, France, Germany, and Canada. And I start with Revelation 10:11. Then I was told, you are to make a fresh prophecy concerning many peoples and races and nations and languages and kings. This is what stirred my spirit, this verse. And then the Lord began to give me insights. We'll first go to the United Kingdom. There will be a roar of prayer heard from desperate hearts in the United Kingdom. Prayer will be a way of life in many small hamlets and villages and many homes will become chapels of healing and miracles. The prostitution red light districts in central London will have an epic move of God as he sends in intercessors in tandem with relevant and fiery revivalists who will have such a strong presence of God with the power of Holy Spirit bringing conviction that even the hardest atheist observing it all will be made to run away in terror at the potent power of God falling upon the filth of prostitution. The scripture verse that the Lord gave me to accompany this was Joel 2.25. And I will restore or replace for you the years that the locust has eaten, the hopping locust, the stripping locust, and the crawling locust, my great army which I sent among you. Houses of hope and care will spring up in similar, smaller surrounding areas, where these whom once have been bound will be cared for and restored. Galatians 6.1 is a warning scripture to go with this. Brethren, if any person is overtaken in misconduct or sin of any sort, you who are spiritual, who are responsive to and controlled by the Spirit, should set him right and restore and reinstate him without any sense of superiority and with all gentleness keeping an attentive eye on yourself, lest you should be tempted also. I now move on to the prophetic word for Ireland. There are many hidden and faithful leaders who have weathered political and spiritual storms for decades, who are now well prepared and ready for the Father's divine plan for their lives. Ireland will begin to export teams of apostolic and prophetic missionaries into the USA and Europe. These people will have a razor-sharp ability to cast out religious spirits hindering moves of God. They will bring with them the fresh songs of praise and worship now ready for hungry ears of the true worshiper. The cynical Irishman will now become the grand believer declaring, with God all things are possible. 
There will be a spotlight on Ireland with new technologies being developed and mined there. With it, doors will open for many to travel to Ireland and find fathering and mothering mentors ready to restore, train, and release. The next word is for France and Germany. The father calls France a nation now in chaos. But as an underground stream flows swiftly and quietly, so do those who have determined to pray and intercede with heart-wrenching pleas for the Father to move within their land. A spiritual passivity will begin to be addressed and shaken off of the hearts of fearful and hidden believers in France and Germany. There will begin to be a few strong and ethical governmental leaders rise up who will begin to risk addressing the rapidly encroaching militant attacks against the people of France and its outlying regions. There will be a community of vigils of prayer in local churches and the repenting of passiveness and elitist thinking. German and French believers will begin to view one another in a kingdom perspective and join in prayer and service to one another, creating a groundswell of food pantries and farmers and dairies will create co-ops. The key to breaking the spiritual stagnation in France, says the Lord, will be the humbling of hearts before the throne of God and reaching out beyond its own borders. Ephesians 2.14 says, For he himself is our peace, our bond of unity and harmony. He has made us both one body and has broken down, destroyed, abolished the hostile dividing wall between us. The next word is specifically for Germany. The Lord says that Germany will have a large revolt and uprising from among the youth as the economy continues to stress and bend. Looting and stealing and selling of automobiles will become a raging epidemic. But 1 Corinthians 1.21 says, For when the world with all of its earthly wisdom failed to perceive and recognize and know God by means of its own philosophy, God in his wisdom was pleased through the foolishness of preaching salvation brought on by Christ and to be had through him to save those who believed, who clung to and trusted in and relied on him. Simultaneously, young street evangelists who have been well-trained as well as educated will be commissioned to reach out to those rioting and manifesting. Government leaders will not know what to do with the uproar and sanctions against open religious expressions will be put into place. Nevertheless, young Pauls and Silases will not fear what man can do to them and will continue to flow in the power of evangelism, seeing the hand of God spare the lives of many. In Jonah 3.2, the scripture said, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach and cry out to it the preaching that I tell you. The Lord is going to give words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and messages to the young men and women of God who are going to rise up and speak in Germany. They will be full of the power of the Holy Spirit, and they will cause the wave of God to move across many, many villages, and there will be an uprising of broken hearts crying out for help and there will be literal street revivals and manifestations of the Holy Spirit. It will not be stopped. The following word is for Canada. The Lord says that Canada will experience one of its most prosperous seasons ever known for a short season. The Lord would have Canada know that they must deal fairly with the wealth that they will produce and pay back the First Native families 
and with godly equity. If this is not addressed with wisdom and integrity, Canada will have to pass through the sorrows of disobedience. Canadian intercessors are being awakened and called up to stand in the place of prayer for its leaders and tribes. Now is the time for soberness. It is not the time for silliness and laughter. It is a sober day with a command for sober prayers. 1 Thessalonians 5.6 is a scripture verse that goes along with this. Accordingly then, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us keep wide awake, alert, watchful, cautious, and on our guard. And let us be sober, calm, collected, and circumspect. So get up, stand up, be purposeful, says the Lord. How do you not know that through your borders, I can bring a North American wave of justice and restoration? 1 Peter 1.13 says, So brace up your minds, be sober, morally alert, set your hope holy and unchangeably on the grace, which is the divine favor that is coming to you when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is revealed. Now in closing, I bless you, those that are reading these prophetic insights or those that are listening. May his word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. 2 Peter 1.21 says, Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said, No, don't worship me. I'm a servant of God, just like you. And your brothers and sisters who testify about their faith in Jesus worship only God. Revelations 19.10 says, For the essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness for Jesus. I want you to know that we are not to be elevating or exalting men or women of God because of the revelation or the edification that they are giving to the body of Christ right now. Yes, we listen to the voices the Lord puts among us, but we do not worship them and we do not make them our direct contact for hearing things from the Lord on our own. I encourage you to get in a quiet place, put your cell devices down, put away your computers, put away the headsets with music, and simply get still before the Lord. He will communicate divine things to you. His Spirit communicates to us. He has come to reveal all truth to those whom He loves. We are in a time where the Lord is hastening our growth, developing us quickly, and maturing young believers at a rapid pace. This is not a time for empire building. This is not a time for trying to count numbers and noses because people are afraid they may begin to fill facilities or churches, home churches, buildings. What this is a time to do is gather in prayer, to fast, to seek the Lord. And as those that are sick begin to come in, because there's going to be many, we will begin to humbly and with grace and fear of the Lord lay hands on them and pray for supernatural restoration and healing because that's what it's going to take to reverse the curse that has been brought over the earth right now. It's not going to be great declarations and great book writing right now. It's not going to be asking for all kinds of ministry funding so you can go to the nations. What God is calling each of us to do right now is to prepare for the influx of broken hearts, devastated souls, and broken bodies. And every member in the body of Christ is going to be called up as a soldier to do the works of the kingdom. And what is the kingdom? What is the kingdom of God? It's righteousness, being right with God. It's peace 
We carry a peace about us, even in chaos. People are drawn to that peace because we know where our hope comes from. And joy in the Holy Spirit. Joy in knowing that we can wait upon the presence of God and the Holy Spirit will come and overshadow and will counsel and heal. And that is what we are all being called up to do, to represent the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness cannot prevail against it. Now I bless you all. I encourage you all to rise up in the strength of the Lord. If you're afraid, God knows that. If you're worried, God knows that. But greater is he that is inside of you than anything coming against you in this world. And he will gather you unto himself and give you peace if you will get still before him. I promise you in the name of Jesus, the Prince of Peace will come and he will fill you with wisdom and courage. I bless you all in the name of Jesus. And I want to say hello to our brothers and sisters in the Philippines. Also those that are in Japan. Again, thank you so much for listening and sharing the word. And I would like to bless brothers and sisters in Ireland, the United Kingdom, Canada, Germany, and France, that you would take this word and share it as many times as you can. I bless everyone who has been so faithful to help support sending these words out. I'm excited to tell you that it's been picked up by seven major podcasting networks, and it's being sent out to many nations, uh, many countries that there's no way that I could reach them right now. But God is sending them out um, through Verbal, Amazon, um, Prime, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And then they get picked up by other networks. And of course, now they're going into foreign countries. The IFBN network has once again picked up this podcast. And guess what? It's only costing me to post it on Podbean where I park everything. So God is a God of great commerce. He multiplies his word. He multiplies his seed. And I honestly tell you, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how this all happened. But I know that my word is only his word and that what I have to say is from his heart. And I know that anything that may be of the flesh and what I say, he will definitely only glorify what he has to say. So bless you. God bless you. The peace of Jesus be over you. Don't be afraid. Be courageous. Greater is he. Greater is he that is with us. Goodbye for now.